to be part of two special Metallica concerts. Um, one being a concert that happened right after I was it when Hetfield got burned. Yeah, and the, no, the, no, no. the metal church guitar player had to play rhythm guitar for those guys. Yeah, it was either we, another little skateboarding accident or something oh, like it? that. Yeah. So we saw, did you did you go to the Richfield or not Richfield Blossom? You weren't at the Blossom concert in '93. Yeah, he had his Hed, Hetfield didn't play rhythm guitar. That's Wait. when he got burned by the fireworks. I, don't might, know. I was going to say it might have been. I was like, did he get burned skateboarding or something? No, falling off pyrotechnic the disaster. Yeah. But yeah, the that makes more sense because that was during they did that whole stadium tour with Guns and Roses, mm-hmm. and he nearly killed was killed from the flame going yeah. up. He was in the wrong spot. And then that started a riot because after that happened, freaking uh, what's Axel his name? Rose Axel didn't go on stage refused to go on stage because James left that show too early and cut their set. So he's like, oh, we're not going on stage. And then the, the whole country of Canada went on a riot because they couldn't see. Oh, man. Well, angry Canadians. Canadian riots. Yeah. Been- <laughs> Isn't it, wasn't that Olympic riot where they're just like making out in the streets? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Those Vancouver Vancouverians. Mm-hmm. I, I, how do you how do you what do you call someone from Vancouver? Yeah, that's a good question. Lotuslandians. Canuck. Yeah, that's better. Vancouverians. And so the other special, the other special Metallica concert was when we saw him at the Georgia Dome, and. It was like Kid Rock and uh, System of a Down, and was Corn there? I yeah, but Korn. Korn sounds great. Hetfield threw his back out like he was jet ski on a wave runner like in Lake Lanier, and he yeah threw his back out. He was in the hospital. They were trying to get him there, and we waited and waited and waited. Right, like Corn yeah. got done playing, and they come out and change the set, and it's uh, it's ready. Like they're ready. Like it's been almost. An hour and a half after Corn finished, still no Metallica member. Like yeah. it was close to a riot that night. Yeah, people were. It was getting heated. Yeah, in there. this is this isn't exactly true, but uh, I'm pretty sure he was playing Wave Race '64 uh, <laughs> through his back out. That'll throw your back out yeah. in a second. With... Uh, he had gotten the dolphin code where he was a dolphin <laughs> and just got really into it. I mean, I don't want to like. No, that's uh, that's push, push that as a real story, but it, it actually happened. <laughs> Well, I think he was he was ranked in the top uh, 300 as far as that that game went at the time, and he was base really play, hitting ba- hard. Yeah, base players. <laughs> so yeah, a wave runner, wave, wave runner, base, <laughs> wave race. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, the three other members come out: Lars, Jason, and and Kirk, and they make the announcement that James is in the hospital; he can't be here, and that could have been the end of it, right? They could have just left. Yeah. And said sorry. And but, they also said, "We're like look." We're going to do a makeup show. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to come back next month, and you guys hold on to your tickets. Yeah, we don't want another gonna, Canadian ride. We're going to play hands. again. But for the rest of this night, we're going we're gonna to play. We're going to bring out guys from CORE. We're going to bring out guys from System Down. We're just going to do stuff, and we're going to see how it goes. Bear with us. <laughs> yeah, so they disappeared again for a while after yeah. that. They put together a little, like... They came out with a three... They did a three... I think they did three or four songs to open up yeah. with, with Newstead singing, and they were a three-piece. Yeah. Which I wonder how many times that's happened. Right. Yeah, and then the guitar player for System of the Down came out and started playing, like, Master of Puppets with uh-huh. them. Then the guys from Korn came out, and, like, the lead singer for Korn sang Nothing Else Matters, and then Kid Rock came out and played his version of Sad But True, which, which and they I, screwed it up yeah. the first time because Kid Rock's diff, version's a little different. So yeah. the drum part was, they kept messing up, and they're like, screw it, let's just do it your way. <laughs> it was a it was a once, and you'll never see another show. Oh, like and they, so, they pulled a dude out of the crowd to sing Master of Puppets. Yes. They, I don't know that's if that's awesome. ever happened before, and the dude made it through like half of the first he, verse. Yeah. Meanwhile, I mean, Papa Shot was like, that was my. That my was supposed chance. to be me. That should have been me. Didn't you see me? <laughs> so the, I mean, like the big venues, do they usually have like somebody that's on standby, like they can play, like you fill in for somebody, or unless they unless they have their guitar tech can yeah. can 
stand off to the side and, and jam it out. I, see a lot I think of that's like, happened once or twice. Yeah, I mean, I, they, maybe there's just like, they look on the crowd and see who's playing the air guitar pretty good. They're like, all right, get up here. You clearly know your air, air chords. And they, they did a good job for managing the situation. You know, they, they gave it a good shot. They came out and did the best they could. And yep. Other guys came out and like they got the probably a dream come true to, yeah. get to, to get to jam with the dudes from Metallica and new, new, I, I think Newstead was probably irritated by the whole thing, but then he got to play. Yeah. He got to sing some songs. He, he was kind of a leader play. for a while, you know, between him and Lars, you know, he was, he was the one that they brought the kid out to try to sing. And when he started screwing up, Newstead went and grabbed yeah. him and threw him off. Get out of here, kid. And that's when the dude from system of the down came out and he sang it and played it and yeah, killed it. That was awesome. They got so they got a makeup show there. What else? Uh, we um, in the last, and I haven't seen him. I haven't, I don't think I've seen him in, in ten years now since uh, since the Columbus Death, oh. Death Magnetic tour. Oh, when they were playing in the rounds, yeah, which was years after that. Yeah, I I hadn't seen them at all from that last time we were here. Like that was the St. Anger tour. Mm-hmm. And that I, was I uh, July nineteenth, two thousand three, at the Horseshoe. That was according great. to my records. That was a great show, man. Yeah, at I remember we all tried to sneak. In, we were all uh, sneaking liquor into the, uh, <laughs> and KM was just strapping things to his leg and yeah. like duct tape on the way in. Which I tried to do the same thing, although I believe I had a r- nagging rugby injury and was like limping around horribly and also had like a huge thing of liquor strapped to my leg. So I'm sure I looked totally obvious trying to walk into the front door. And well, then... Luckily no one blew themselves up. <laughs> yeah. I re- that was, I was so, I remember being really nervous for you guys because you were the mules, the liquor mules trying to sneak liquor in there. It's, that's, I mean, the trick is you just make sure that you're the obnoxious one while the other person carries the liquor. (laughs) Right. Yeah. How's your uh, Mule Talica, by the way? (laughs) Is that what what I'm drinking? You're drinking a Mule Talica right now. Okay. That's hilarious. It's a little metallic. That's the copper mugs for you. I couldn't believe when they they played Ohio Stadium that they had actually covered... They put a floor... On the on the ground at Ohio State, oh, they yeah. brought their own yeah. floor for an, an entire football field. Yeah, well, that and, was before the the shoe had artificial turf, yeah. so it was yeah. real grass back then, and that would have probably just been a disaster if everybody yeah, totally. was just spilling liquor on the ground. And <laughs> did you guys ever get to go backstage at ever at, at a concert? Nope, uh, uh, not like legitimately. Yeah. Did you sneak so. backstage somewhere? Yeah, nobody was playing. I was just at, behind the stage. It's a high school, <laughs> high school prom, or was, high school was, uh, drama a, club. It was a Shakespeare uh, <laughs> high school play. Some summer stock. Yeah, you know. I got to go. I got to go backstage once in my life, legit. Well, I didn't. I don't know if I had any unlegit, but I got to go. I got to go backstage at a David Bowie concert. Nice. And uh, the like, Thin White Duke. Yeah, um, it was at. May he rest in peace. What's the What's that place in Atlanta? The Cascade Park. Oh yeah, the yeah, Cascade yeah. Park. What's uh, that Chastain, park? Chastain. Chastain. Cascade. Chastain yeah, Park. Yeah, that yeah, teeny nice. tiny little place. That's a great place. I saw many shows there. Yeah, I got to go, and I I didn't get to see David Bowie. Oh, that is cool. But I got to be in the room with this band. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> it was, so I just got to. It was the the dude I. The dude I was recording with at the time, his brother was the tour accountant for David Bowie. So That's I got awesome. to go. Yeah, never, never saw him. And, and it's funny how this, that place is so teeny tiny. Like you go backstage and there's like three rooms and that's it. Yeah. How do you get that job? Tour accountant. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, I would like to uh, like find I'm, out. I'm kind of boring, but like in a cool way. Mm-hmm. So. I'll just be the tour accountant. I'd say like it, like most places, it's you knew the right person at the right time. Yeah. Yep. And they got you. It's like, hey, you want to be? Um, do you know anything about accounting? Accounting? Why? Because uh, we need this uh, David Bowie tour accountant gig. I know. I know Excel. Yeah. Go sure. ahead. I'll I mean, go. I would be more than happy to put together some uh, you know, examples of my spreadsheet skills in yeah. order to get that. I don't have a girlfriend or a wife or anything. I'll go on tour. I'm an accountant. I, I can do pivot tables. I, I had a. I can't do pivot tables. I had a. I had a hookup at Chastain that worked security. That worked security there, 
that would let me in and let us in. I think we used him once or twice for Music Midtown because he worked security there as well. Like I think he was a concert security guy in Atlanta. But I met him through the athletic club I was working at. He was a member there. And uh, he would he, he would let, like, whenever there were shows going on, that mm-hmm. I would tell him we we're going to this show. He's like, oh, I'm doing security. Comes the eye. And then he would just let us in. Did we go to, did you go to Jethro Tull there with me? Did we, I mean, that sounds right. got us in there for that. Yeah. I'm trying to remember right. who else I saw at Chastain. I saw REM at Chastain. I saw Beck there. Really? That was, like, one of my most, one of my better, that I remember being a good show. Oh. I still can't believe that he was a Scientologist. Yeah. Just, it don't make no sense. <laughs> it doesn't. It's weird, you know. Yeah, I just, I, I just. It's got also like you know Prince being a Latter Day Saint. Um, oh. I thought you were gonna say fentanyl addict. <laughs> well, you know, Prince can Latter Day Latter Day fentanyl. Addict. What was your best concert? My best Byron. Con- my best concert. Uh, you know, I, I I didn't really know anything about him at the time, but it was I went. Went to a bar and they were having a fundraiser for like the you know public radio station, like the local affiliate. And um, now I'm forgetting the name of the band. Here's here's your here's your Metallica. Is it Metallica? Metallica. That's great. Got to post that. Uh, tweet out that recipe for Metallica recipe. Yeah. I feel like um, there should be a special ingredient added. Yeah. Let me think about that. Meth. <laughs> you know, I, I drank a lot last night, so my brain's not working too well. <laughs> How about so he, he Byron? For the record, Byron um, remembers fondly his favorite concert, except he can't remember who it was. <laughs> <laughs> Is today your birthday, Byron? Yesterday. Oh, happy birthday! Thank you, sir. Good times. We gotta shout it out here to Brian Byron on a special birthday. It's part of the local Make-A-Wish Foundation. We're having the birthday boy in on the podcast recording here. Good times. Welcome. Tribe's up 2-1. By the way, your uh, your girlfriend's mom's pretty hot. What's she doing tonight? <laughs> Awkward. I have no response to that. She is. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. She was ready but, to mingle. I don't know. This is Kowski Sweetcorn is legendary. I think the question Martin is, Cowan. am I ready to have you as a father-in-law? <laughs> it could be worse. Yeah, I've babysat for you before. Yeah, and you know when he beats you, it's from it's from a space of love. I mean, you just use a sack of Valencia oranges. <laughs> Hurts like hell, but doesn't leave a mark. Yeah. According to Bing Crasby or something like that. <laughs> Valencia oranges. Sweet Valencia oranges. So, hey, how about when I first moved to Atlanta, first concert I ever went to in Atlanta was the Foo Fighters at the Tabernacle. That would have mm. been November of 2000. That was yeah. legendary. That yeah. was an amazing Queens show. of the Stone Age opened up for them. A, a very unknown Queens of the Stone Age I at the time. I thought the floor. <laughs> it was before that. It was, it was, uh, oh, what was their good song? Decadine, marijuana, ecstasy, and alcohol. I forget the name of it, but yeah, it was. That was close enough. I felt like the floor was going to collapse in the tabernacle that night. Like, I could just feel the floor moving up and down several inches while everybody was jumping up and down and going completely nuts. Yeah, that and that show's professional. That, that show was it was like an MTV Live or whatever, so it's on YouTube. Right I have now. to watch that. I know I saw it on there one day. It's uh, it, and, and a lot of commenters were like, this is the best Foo Fighters concert ever. Tabernacle. Like like it's November well, of 2000. Like, Look it up. It's well known as one of their best performances ever. And he, I remember he, cl- he was climbing up something. Yeah, he was climbing on the wall, like that side of the yeah, stage he climbed up, up to, to the, the second balcony. tier. Yeah. And when he does that, um, I don't know if he does it in every concert, but when they do the the drum set battle yeah. between him and the drummer and they just start throwing Taylor. back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Dave. And, uh, you know, since we're talking about the Tabernacle is. Oh. One of the greatest concert venues on the face of the earth. Yep. If you're lucky enough for a bigger band to to go there, or you know just a, anybody who decides to play, we saw we 
the, I meant that you know when the crows cut, did their like they did a like four night. They were just gonna do four nights at the tabernacle. Yeah. Um, uh, well, was, uh, you know. let's see. Saturday, May seventh, two thousand five. <laughs> yep. Peter the, Conlon presents the Black Crows. The Black Crows show I remember was my introduction to Atlanta. When the day I moved there in '99. We went and saw them because I moved there close to Easter. Yeah, it was Easter weekend. Yeah, of '99, and then you guys, you guys, you had, you, you had a surprise for me, like you weren't telling me. <laughs> and we were at a party, some friends' party at their apartment, and uh, one of the dudes came up to me and was like, "You going to see the crows with us tomorrow?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, is that the surprise?" <laughs> the captain. Yeah. And you were like, and you were like, oh yeah, that's great, because you weren't really a fan at the time. I, I don't think I, I, I was not a fan, but I wasn't like, go, oh, the crows, guys, let's get crows tickets, right? <laughs> and that was at the Fabulous Fox Theater, another yes. great place to see yes. a show. Didn't Legendary we see them Fox at? Uh, music, they played Music Midtown once. They too. did, They're probably like oh one or something like that. That was a great, yeah. Some music that was Midtown. probably the first time I ever saw them, and it was great until. I've probably seen that might be the band I've seen the most times. I've probably seen the Crows four or five times, and yeah, two yeah. of those were absolutely epic. And then one of them was like jam band mode, and they played <laughs> one of my top sixteen Black Crow songs, and I was like super pissed off. It was uh, I think it was during that four night run they did it at, at the Tabernacle. It was like. Some people a, would be a like, list. oh, I saw him on Thursday. It sucked. And then they were like, oh, I went Friday, dude. It was awesome. And yeah, I think the first show and the third show, they brought out all the, the popular songs. And then the other two shows, they were like, we're, we're playing what we cuts. want. Right. <laughs> like, man, I don't want to go. I, I mean, I love the Crows, too. But I don't, I, I don't want, do not want to be there on deep cut jam band night. <laughs> they were somebody like, I don't know, Rat Dog or one of the people, somebody with some distant relationship to the Grateful Dead was uh, opening uh, up for him. So I was just like, yeah, let's just turn this into, a, instead of a two hours of jam band, let's make it a full four hours of jam band. And they played five and I was songs. like, I was like talking them up, too, before the concert, because I was with some younger people, and they're like, I'm not really familiar with the Crows. I'm like, oh, you know, there's, oh, you don't even know how many of those songs you know. Like, oh, you're going to be blown away. It's going to be great. Like, oh, they've got so many hits that you're going to love, and you didn't realize we're Black Crows song. Meanwhile... Uh, I think we might have got like Easter Sunday. It was about the <laughs> best known song or whatever. Yeah. That show we saw him at Fox was outstanding. Yeah. Uh, outstanding. Wiser Time, I remember, was one of our favorite tracks. Yeah. That was perfect. Yeah. I think they told everybody to wear white. I don't know if we did. <laughs> for Easter or something. Mm. Like and I remember they had like silver streamers for that show. And half of a, like a silver streamer curtain, mm -hmm. and when they came out on stage, half of the curtain didn't open. That's mm. <laughs> kind of they're trying to make a big entrance. Yeah, and they're like, oh, oops, oops. Yeah, we've seen a lot of concerts. We've seen a lot of concerts together. I, you know, I'm just going through my ticket collection. I feel like I could just start ripping off. You should comments on, on all. You know, I look I look in here and I just have to laugh because I think I've got like two Hall and Oates. Uh, tickets in here from the last like three years and Hall and Oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious how short Hall is, or is it Oats? Yeah. I always Oats is a short one. Uh, oh, <laughs> he's ridiculously short. And I think those guys were in bed by 10 o'clock, both of those concerts. Like, <laughs> well, we're going to go on at 8 15, we're cutting it off at 9 30, and we're getting into bed. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's we'll go. Th you. Kowski, we'll go into the lightning round here, and then you can just pull some stubs out. Kowski has, has, has meticulously saved almost all of his ticket stubs from the places he's been over the years, which is a great idea, by yeah. the way. I wish I would have done that. Uh, but I, luckily, I, I was at bag. most of those. Oh, I have yeah. a whole bag myself. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we'll, let's go. Um, we'll go into the lightning round here. All right, lightning round. That's what I like. Kowski will... Pull these things out and just pull out, and we'll see if we can remember <laughs> remember uh, something from those. Oh dang it! Where? All right, bear with me. I'm looking for one. There's a lot of them here. So how far how are we away from Primus today? What time is it? We're two hours and forty-five minutes away. Sweet. 
how about, I can't find the date on it now, but how about the time we went to see Snoop Dogg? Were you guys at the Tabernacle that night? Yes. And he had somebody open up at like 9 o'clock, and he played, oh, okay, here it is. Let's see. Let's go all the way back to June 10th, 2002. Snoop Dogg at the Tabernacle had somebody open up for him at 9 o'clock. We were there with Bams. Yeah, Bamber was there. The, the opening act went till about 9.20. And meanwhile, Snoop Dogg refused to come on. <laughs> he was I was standing, I was back. standing. I was standing near the front of the stage for the longest time. And I'm like, man, I got to pee. But I know as soon as I go pee, he's going to come out. Meanwhile, this happens about four times. I'm like, I got to pee. But he did not go on till at least midnight. <laughs> His that. opening act finished up at 9.20. And he took a cool... Two hour and forty minute break after that. Wait, he was on. blazing up in the back oh, with the ATL crew. No, that that's not the seen. Snoop Dogg I know. Yeah, what do you Light- got? What, what's next? All right, let's see. Uh, lightning round. Let's go to. Let's go all the way back to. Way way back. <laughs> way way back. <laughs> let's see. We saw the Beastie Boys at the arena at Gwinnett Center Friday, October fifteenth. 2004 that was a great show i'll tell you what about that show they first off they destroyed that place and i never saw so many white people getting down like it was just the whole you i remember looking out into the crowd and everybody was just you know like you go to a metallica concert and they're banging their heads and pumping their fists at the Beastie Boys show, they were just getting down. <laughs> nice. And those guys would bring it, too. And the way they did their show was awesome. You know, they'd come out and they'd rap some, and then they'd get the instruments on, mm-hmm. and they'd play some songs, and then they'd go back and forth. And That's they, awesome. I loved those guys. They were one of my favorites, and I, I wish I... I saw them, actually. We saw them at um, Lollapalooza 94. Is there a clock? At Polaris oh, Amphitheater. Nice. We're in the lightning round, by the way. Oh. Hey, guess what? I remember what favorite concert. Oh, okay. <laughs> Must have been pretty memorable. Well, I had to take a poop. And came to me. Moment of clarity. There you go. Uh, Umphreys McGee, actually. Ah. Their their previous drummer had just died the night before. Ah. Oh. Um, and the, sh- the show was sold out. And I had won this ticket, and I had no- I didn't know anything about him, but you know whatever, free concert. So I go there, and, there, and people are offering 150 bucks. For my ticket just to get in there. Damn. And uh, what, I don't know, year, what year was this? This was uh, this is probably like five or six years ago. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the LC Pavilion, uh, whatever it's called now. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Express, it's it's Ex- kind of like a Chastain yeah. Park. Express Live. Uh, so there's a bar that like sits over top of it with a patio, and these people, you know, were, were like trying to get in, and there's one guy watching this stairwell down. And the guy, the guy just jumps over the top <laughs> and just runs into the crowd. And, and so the guy watching the stairwell runs after him, which was probably the, like the worst mistake he made. <laughs> because everybody... at that point, everybody just jumped over and just, like, yeah. it was like, I don't even know how you describe it. There's probably some rodent that just scatters. <laughs> if you guys are familiar with rodents, uh, rodentia, uh, perhaps. A mouse. Yeah, just filtered out. Yeah. And they probably let in like 15 people on that. But anyways... I'm Thanks for that Humphreys <laughs> McGree interlude. We're going to go back, right back. Back into, to the lightning Back round. into the lightning You know, round. I can't find the ticket for this one, but one of my favorite memories, Stone Mountain, Georgia, oh, the White Stripes yeah. playing up on the park on the top of that hill. Yes. And there was, there was only like one way up there, and it was just a huge traffic jam of all the cars trying to pile up to the top yeah. of Stone Mountain, Georgia. And we started honking horns musically and everybody in the traffic jam just started honking horns like and then somebody on the other side of the lot just chimed in and this just went on the whole time while we were sitting in traffic park everybody just like getting a little jam session together in the parking lot uh, trying to feet funnel into the parking lot that was a great show that was and that was an absolute traffic disaster in atlanta they had no idea 
that that the white stripes were the popular like they've said oh yeah we're gonna have shows out here on a regular mm-hmm. basis and we're gonna start off with the white stripes oh by the way uh, you know and it, I don't know was it general admission or yeah. something like that yeah it's just a the big had, field they had no idea mm-hmm. how many people were gonna show up for that concert yeah epic fail and we spent most I mean that. it took it, forever it, to get in and forever to get out three years ago Atlanta yeah, come on, had <laughs> traffic issues <laughs> you serious. Yeah, the Stone Mountain Freeway was already backed up. Hmm. All right, we'll keep the lightning round going. There we go, back to the lightning round. I'm just going to give a quick shout-out to a band. Do they make mountains out of anything else? Molehills. (laughs) Three-run homer, Jan Gomes. Jan Gomes, three-run bomb. This is the lightning round. Jan Gan. The Yanamo. I'm just going to give a little personal shout-out to uh, two concerts from 2011-2012. My Morning Jacket. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I put them on the radio a lot, but I got talked into going to these two concerts. Did you go with Braggadocious? Ass- went with Braggadocious both He's times. He's a big fan And it was epic. Epic. Really good show. Had a blast. They're coming back to Columbus this August. If anybody's interested, count me in. Hmm. Was this uh, Sunday Braggadocious? What's or, one song uh, that they play? What, uh, my favorite My Morning Jacket song is I'm Amazed. And how does it go? I'm Amazed. I'm Amazed. <laughs> uh, I'm Amazed. Uh, I like this thing like singing I'm a man. <laughs> uh, I'm a man. That's a DVDA. Man. Is that so, a Creed song, your version? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Let's go back to Sunday, April 8th, 2001 at the fabulous Fox Theater. MTV2 prevents, presents Outcast. Oh, yeah. You know what? Outcast. I, I like yeah, MTV2. That was, that was Stankonia. MTV2 prevents uh, <laughs> Outcast. <laughs> That was awesome. We were some of the only white people there. I remember. Yeah, yeah, that's a great. I love the Fox. That was and, a great and show. Atlanta loves Outcast. You As know, they, they were should. they that's were their a, local. Yeah, those and those guys kids. were those guys were good. I and I, they put on a great show. They had they had some live band do. They had some live band there, and I remember they had some backup singers that did a dance like yeah. they did the same like little right. back yeah. They had the rhythm going. Yeah, yeah, and those guys would come out and do their thing and. Did a little. They do a little dance. Apparently, what's Andre Three K hated uh, performing live, and that's why they never toured that much. Yeah, who knows? Because I think Big Boy was all for yeah touring, but they yeah they put on a good show Ain't and the crowd loved it too. Don't pass me. I'm just so so. Coming up next, we've got Johnny Kilbasa's T-shirt hut. For shop. all your T-shirt needs, shop there. Shop where. Johnny Kilbasas. <laughs> Women sizes are men's smalls. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What, what, what kind of t-shirts do you sell? Well, there's well, there's there's two, and, and t-shirt with anything you want on it, as long as it has the two things that we're selling. And one that says, "If the cholesterol's high, so am I." And it's got a nice picture of a smiley face and a pig on it. And then you've got I'm actually modeling the brand new. Specifically designed, don't know, don't care T-shirt. Oh, only the DK available at johnnycobasa.com. It's my own design. It's, uh, it's um, what do you call it? Silk screened in. Yeah, blue silk. I was wondering what. That don't know, don't care. It looks sharp. Thanks. Uh, don't know, don't care. So DKDC. I thought it said OKDC. Okay, I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Got some uh, Don't call by that. popular demand. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna put the snore track down from the World Series since we were all there. Is that the track or somebody wake? Pop a shout out. I wish I knew where the best uh, the best stuff on here was. Yeah. Okay, back into the lightning round with Kowski. Now I'm gonna take you back to Sunday, June 8th, 2003, for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't remember if you guys were with me, but my personal memory of this event was my friend, uh, my friend Ken, passing out during the concert and having to be tended to by the uh, 
the staff on hand. Now, supposedly, I <laughs> supposedly. I think supposedly is what you're, the word you're looking for. Quit shitting on my points. <laughs> Byron. 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 <laughs> yes, and. Yes, and. The floor is yours. <laughs> so going back to June 8th, 2003, my friend Ken passed out in the field at the Hi-Fi Buy or whatever it was being called that week. Right. Uh, eventually had some tests done and supposedly which I'm not sure if I believe this or not. He said he had the West Nile virus, <laughs> which he was using as his excuse for passing out at the concert. Now, <laughs> personally, I would have blamed it on the 10 Miller lights or other things he was ingesting that day, but uh, he was sticking to the West Nile virus story, and whether you want to believe it or not, that's up to you. Lightweight. you got to appreciate that call-out, though. <laughs> that's great. You know, we... I. I, I don't know if we saw the Chili Peppers more than once there. I know I saw yeah. them. It was I think it was the Californication tour yep. with Foo Fighters opening up. Is that yeah? I was there for that. Yep, that's the show. I them, I man. bought like three sets of tickets because I got in early on the phone lines, and I was able to score two front row seats, and then I got another section in the in the pavilion and some more general admissions. But we ended up all rotating, you know, a song or two at a time into those two front seats and that was hellacious those guys i remember going to see that show as a huge foo fighters fan at the time respecting the chili peppers but more wanting to see the foo fighters mm -hmm. but the freaking chili peppers tore that place apart yeah those flea especially mm -hmm. is an absolute maniac on stage and at that time you weren't just into dave grohl you were you were like i think Pretty crushing, pretty hard. He was one I of think, my. Yeah, I mean, I think you were yeah. you were half. I had half a, a man, bag for him. For I definitely most. it was <laughs> one of my two man crushes. I have several man crushes in my life, but he was probably at the time right up there with Hetfield, my number one and number two man crushes. I believe that. Yeah, band band crushes. You, you were you love Dave Grohl. Will Ferrell's up there too. I no no hesitation. I, I mean, for one. me, Gosling all the way, but you know. I'm spitballing here. Sure. You can spitball all you want with that stash. That's, I love that stash. This old thing? I wish I could grow a stash like that. I wish you could do it. I know, I can't. I'd give you some advice and shave it. I'm just hearing the snore track That's in the you. Background. That's you, buddy. <laughs> My God. I need help. I need uh, help. No, it was, and, and it's funny. Uh, I still remember that. All We were all there, and the, the legendary... That night, after, this is after game two of the World Series, in which we probably caught about seven innings of and left. That game early. was absolutely horrible. It was freezing. We did. We didn't get a hit till we were down like five runs. Yeah. We did have two. Uh, one of the best sandwiches I've ever had, that pastrami deli that was open all night. Paninis. Yeah. That, I know that the only thing in downtown Cleveland that was open. It was delicious. Man, that hit the spot. I mean, I think that's the only thing you're selling downtown Cleveland. At that time of night. Yeah. Four, four or five a.m., mm -hmm. yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, it was third. It was really cold, but there we were, six large men <laughs> in one. That room was perfect for us. We had a little pullout, brought yeah. the cot in, two of us were on the bed. You took the cushions off that little love seat. Yeah. We were good to go. I went and had to go we to Walmart and buy a new outfit to go to work more that morning because I wasn't, I was like, what the hell, I was... Anyway, yeah. let's get back into the lightning round. Back to the lightning round. Johnny Kielbasa. Yeah. You know, it's kind of hard to narrow this down because there's a lot of them going on here, but uh, I've got several Music Midtown tickets in front Oh, me, man, so we haven't even brought that my up. My personal, uh, there's two memories. One, I have both of them. I was standing right next to you, but uh, probably my favorite moment that will always stick with me was when we went to see Stone Temple Pilots. And they opened up with, it was just like everybody was waiting for him to come on. And they dim the lights. The whole place is completely dark. And then they leave it dark for a few seconds and then bust all the lights on and start with the opening chords of Shine On You Crazy Diamond. And the whole place just went absolutely yeah! Oh my God, I can't believe they're playing that. <laughs> 
And my other favorite Music Midtown memory, and I forget exactly what band we were watching at the time, but it was when we were standing next to those two girls. <laughs> was that maybe like a Sunday morning? That might have been the same ben, day, but might have been a different year. <laughs> Could have been three years later just yeah. as easily. My favorite time standing next to those girls. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> if you would let me finish my story. Dude, very quit often. shitting on my point. Seriously, you're not here to make fun of me. You're here to... <laughs> Don't worry, I'll edit it out. I'll make you look better. <laughs> when we were standing next to the girls that were just like, boy, they sure, we were talking to them. They were like, yeah, we're from Ohio. And they just were like, man, they grow big in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we had, ended up having them on our shoulders at some point. I think <laughs> you're right. Little girls, little country girls. <laughs> was that the show? Was that the music midtown where the monsoon came in? The hardest rain no. I've ever been in in my life. That was a different year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That we, we scattered. I just remember the whole place just scattered. I ended up running down the middle of 10th Avenue or whatever I think until I found some place to dive into, and it was a bar. And it was literally that scene where the rec the record scratches and everybody stops and looks at you, because that was me when I ran in there completely soaking wet. Everybody's like, I, and I was just like, could somebody give me a towel? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a guy levitating or doing that levitation trick that day or something? Was that that day? The uh, the street performer, right. magician who ended up, I give, I gave him twenty bucks. I think he was doing, yeah, he made some coin disappear, and then he was like, wait, I got one for you. you stand right there, and I'm gonna levitate. He did the levitating trick, and it looked perfect. Wow. And you know, there for a while, yeah. And like the last few years, the rain, the rain, it rained a lot. And yeah. I know it. At some points, it would like ha we'd have half half the people was there wasn't even didn't even go. They're like, no, we're not going. Yeah, it, I know. It was like man, we would was, always it have. They had a five year run where that was the time to be in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. We had visitors every year from Ohio, and that was the weekend to come. And everybody did for five straight solid years yeah. at least. And that was always the the classic three day weekend. I think we probably had mm -hmm. some uh, little overlap there with the uh, uh, famous pub eulogy podcast. Yeah, they come. Everybody get in on Thursday night, go crazy, work your way down there, and Sunday go home. Even though I think the place was still going. Was it going on Sunday too? Yeah, there was a Friday yeah. Saturday Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yep, three day. What do you got there, Kowski? Uh, that's Sunday, May 2nd for Music Midtown 2004. Can't remember. Those all pretty much blur together yeah. at this yeah. point. I can't really distinguish uh, one year from another. But And I think that they said that they couldn't make money off of that. And that's why they quit doing it. But, man, that... <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, in their glory Mule days, talent. man, they had... Seven or eight Dude, stages. those were epic, but it was like I swear, they, I swear they scheduled a huge rainstorm for the first weekend in May. Every yeah. single, it was just like so disappointing after a while. Like you just gotta gotta have some good weather to make that thing work. It's gonna pour on you. It's gonna well, they, cut, cut into your bottom line. I would imagine they would coordinate with the Kentucky Derby. You know. <laughs> Let's, uh, we got anything else in the lightning round here? Are we gonna... Uh, let's see. You know, I've... I think we kind of touched on Primus at the Tabernacle, March 8, 2004. We're going to be seeing them a little later today. Can't wait to see Uncle Lester. Uh, Metallica, the arena at Gwinnett Center, November 13th, 2004. Yeah, that was, that a, was great a great night. Ooh, Kielbasa, you're going to like this one. Man. Audio Slave, the Tabernacle, oh. March 9th, 2003. I know that one. I'm a... not going. <laughs> uh, the, the reason they're laughing so hard is because, I mean, rest in peace, Chris Cornell, but I kind of had a reputation um, <laughs> really disliking Chris Cornell and everything he did over the years, unfortunately. And I refused to go to the Audio Slave yeah. concert. That was a great show, man. You missed a good show. Okay, we're going to finish on, let's, uh, I got something we can finish on here. Let's go, since we're specifically celebrating Metallica tonight, and thank you Metallica for giving us about, what, 78 years now that they've been around? Yeah. 
1923. They're still the best live deck on the planet. And I don't even know with the way today's music is distributed, I don't know if we'll ever have great arena bands anymore. I mean, who's going to play arenas now that besides uh, Kanye West? 21 He pilots. should not be the torchbearer. Uh, I, think, I think Bon Jovi is still playing arenas. Yeah. So let's, let's go specifically into what we love about Metallica shows or specific, maybe specific performances of songs. I know that we'd always talk about, you know, the the, ent- the entrance is great. Yes. The, the song the good, of, the bad and the ugly Clint yeah. Eastwood movie. The Ecstasy of Gold by Ennio yeah. Maroney. They still, is yes. that still a yes. mainstay? They did yes. it last weekend? They did it, and I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, but it's, it's, it's awesome. The movie itself plays a role in, in the intro uh, this time. Nice. All right. Like, All the, right. the music matches up with Don't spoil. the movie, and it's... Sweet. Have you seen the movie, Good Bad, where yeah. they got the music from? Yeah. yeah. It's oh, great. It's pretty the much the whole movie yeah. leads yeah, up yeah, to yeah. that part. Yeah. yeah. That's the music that plays during this scene, in the scene. That was great we'll play when they, the when they uh, that album we all love, Edio Morricone, or whatever yeah. his name is, but when they do like their heavy, heavy version of that song, that song makes me want to run through a wall. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and they always played I don't know if they still do it but for the longest time they played It's a Long Way to the Top when you went yes. to rock and roll right before them and that's one of my favorite yes. songs too you you won't be disappointed they know how they know how to freaking do it they know how to do it big they you know, build you, it and you they... need some budget to do that and to get budget you need popularity and who's going to have that kind of popularity going forward and that sort of knowledge they, so they usually they used to play for the longest time Creeping Death was usually second. I don't know if they've done that. That was like a tendency they they might have gotten away from over they, the years. I can I can vouch that you probably will not hear that tonight. Um, that's, that's, that's too disappointing. bad. Yeah, that's disappointing. That's always one of my favorite, if not my favorite, Metallica song is Creeping Death. But yeah. hey, I'm going in with an open mind. Um, Papa you're gonna, Shot, what you're, do you think you're gonna about hear, performances? You're going to hear at least five of the new four or five really? off the new album tonight. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're promoting. They're, yeah. This is what they do. They're touring in support of a new release, so you're gonna hear four or five of the new tracks. Four or five. Yep. The first okay. the first two tracks are gonna be the first two songs you hear. Gotcha. That's guaranteed. They did that with Death Magnetic too. They played the first two songs. Yeah. But it's great. You're still gonna get. You're still gonna get all the fucking great. You're gonna get one. You're gonna get. One is a performance in itself that they've always yeah. done. You're gonna for a get long master. Time. You're gonna get. Uh, they brought out an, a fight, uh, ride the lightning track mm-hmm. last weekend that I completely lost my mind during. <laughs> the, the fight fire with fire they played nice. as an encore, and I blacked out pretty hard <laughs> during that. I, I punched the lady next to me, and she took it like a champ. And here we are. It was an accident, right? <laughs> yeah. Everybody was thrashing viciously, and yeah. she was unfortunately in the way. And they were like, hey, you blacked out. And you're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you had a grand mall. Been down this path before. Right? <laughs> Kowski, what do you think about performances, uh, Metallica performance? I would have to say my favorite show was at the shoe back in 03. Right. And uh, I think at the time I really had no appreciation for fuel or uh, load. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, when they busted out fuel at that concert, I, I really had a whole new outlook on that song. <laughs> like they were just ripping flames yeah. off of the, uh, oh, yeah. you know, we were like at the Pyro. 50 yard line and you could feel the heat coming yeah. off the stage. And uh, ever since then, I've really turned the corner on that song. And one of my favorite, uh, just a, a memorable moment for yeah. the Metallic show. That's a great, that's a great I mean, outside of all the usual, you know, obviously, Master of Puppets, all the greats. I can't wait to I hear. I don't know if they're going to tone down the pyro here. But the pyro on their the stadium show that I saw last weekend... Same thing. I mean, we were we weren't as as close as I usually like to get for Metallica, but there was so much pyro. Like uh, my arm hairs were singed. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of pyro. I appreciate that. Yeah. Hey, I mean, at least Hetfield was back up in there doing that. Yeah. Yeah. No fear. Yeah. Oh, need a Metallica? Mule Metallica? <laughs> Hashtag. Hey. Mule- 
Catch us on Mutilica. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag. Good luck pronouncing the name after you've had three of these. <laughs> Hashtag Mutilica. Yeah, I always liked it. And one, you know, it's cool how they always do that the same way with the intro and the lights and the, and the strobe the lights during the... If you've never seen Metallica, you should go see him. Yeah. That's when the, the, the seizures start happening mm-hmm. with the strobe lights. Mm-hmm. What else have they done special? You know, in the, in the, the, the Death Magnetic Tour, they had a really cool like laser show. for When they played the first two songs, yeah. they opened up. It was kind of this weird... They were in the round, and they were just shooting lasers everywhere. Yeah. And kind of... That's a weird laser sound. What else is any time laser round? They'll let Hammett do a solo for a little bit. Yeah, he always tries to do something special. Yeah, Johnny, I know you'd like to see the medley section of tonight's show. Right, I it's (laughs) really uh, looking forward to that. I've always had a healthy hatred for any sort of medley (laughs) in a concert. And for the longest time, Metallica did not play all of um, Master, Master of Puppets. They would just quit right before that the B side or B part. I don't even know what you yeah. call it. But not. And then, like ten years ago, they started playing the whole thing again. Yep, yep. Uh, and one of the first was when we saw them in West Palm. They was it? Yeah, that was like one of the first times they went back to playing that song in in its entirety. And, and thank you for that. They've been doing it since. Yeah. And the thing the freaking hilarious thing that i discovered recently like within the last year like right after the solo they get done playing and uh there was a story about what does hetfield say when he's when that solo ends he's like and nobody knew what he said and so the guys from anthrax were on tour with them and they asked this was when cliff burton was alive they asked Cliff, they were like, hey, what does James say when they come out of the solo there right before the breakdown? And he's like, I think he says pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody died. <laughs> so Hetfield picked up on that story, and now to this day, he says pancakes. He says, pancakes. <laughs> pancakes, go! And they, and they start jamming. So look look for that tonight during Master of Puppets, right before the solo. Pancakes. Burger yeah. <laughs> Nothing more heavy metal all, than pancakes. All is a tribute to Cliff. That's great. God rest him. <laughs> a pancakes go! Here's your mule talica, sir. That's Neil Telica. Catch us at 17 and 3rd. All right, back to concerts. Uh, any other parting shots on Metallica? Anything you want to add? Other than the fact that they're the greatest band on earth. and Besides Lou Reed. I yeah. think you're forgetting about the... <laughs> the besides the two the thing that first sh- Velvet Underground albums. I told, I, I told Johnny this yesterday, I think. The thing that shocked me when I saw them last weekend in front of 60,000 people at MetLife Stadium where the Giants and Jets play, they James did his little thing where he's like, hey, great to see you, everybody. How many of you seen Metallica before? And the place went crazy, and then he goes, how many is this your first time? <laughs> there were more people that said that it was their first time ever seeing Metallica Wow! in front of 60,000 people. And so that, to me says something about these guys still f- getting new fans out there this day, 35 years after they've been dominating the world. They're still picking up new fans, and it's that's insane. And and for all you young punks out there who, who think you're a musician because you know how to use GarageBand, pick up a freaking <laughs> guitar and start learning how to play it. I mean, nobody, none of these kids today can even couldn't play an eight-bar guitar solo to save your life. Go see Metallica, be inspired, pick up a guitar, and learn how to play the first six bars of Fade to Black, and then and then try to learn something else besides just playing that. Find a buddy that's got a drum set. Go jam with them. Yeah, stop stop listening to rap. <laughs> pick, pick up a tambourine for Christ's sake. Hey, but, you know, black kids, you can pick up a guitar, too. Why have we have, we, we need a black metal band. 
I mean, that's the that's where rap should go. Well, Brothers should next, stop rapping and start playing living, metal. Living color, yeah. Cult of personality, man. We need we need more of that. That would be anti-establishment as fuck. <laughs> Kirk Hammett is the greatest uh, guitar player alive today. Um, James Hetfield has to be, I don't know, whatever. Front man. Front man of Extraordinary. all Extraordinary. Yeah. And Lars still, still doing the double bass like a maniac when yeah. he needs to. He takes a lot of criticism from a yeah, it's drummers a who want to be him. The, but he, the shit that he gets. And the, the shit that he has to play on a regular basis whenever they tour is fast and difficult. Yep. I mean, you got to be right on the money. you got to yeah. be right on you're top not, of you're it. You're not going to get... And justice from all, and just and justice for all, Lars. You know when he was trying to do a fill every second beat. Yeah, you're not going to get that anymore. That's that was that was in 1988. Because he knew he's like, all right, I, I got to play. We're playing for two hours. I have to have some slower drubbing here. Yeah. in what some of these songs, or I'm so not just make relax, it. people. He's still a freaking rock and roll drummer at 50 through. How old is he? Yeah, how many other... Uh, 53, 50, actually, yeah. I think. I so. mean, how many other 53-year-old dudes could still do a double bass 16th notes? For a two-and-a-half-hour show every other night. It's, it's insane what these Just guys Just him do. and Richard Christie. <laughs> oh, we're missing Coheed and Cambria. Oh, they're my favorite. <laughs> All right, fellas. Um, thank well, you we got much. some beer to drink. Uh, I mean, I sure as heck don't want to be sober for this show. I would hate to remember anything that happens tonight. <sighs> Thanks, Byron. Happy birthday. Thanks, Kowski. Thank you, Johnny. Thanks, Papa Shot. I love you guys. You're my favorite dudes. Honored to be here. And honored to have you. Hi! And <laughs> we're all going to have a great time at the Metallica concert that we for the 400th time that we've all seen them. And Primus. Looking forward to Primus. And Primus. Heck yeah. Can't wait to see Primus. Hope the rain stays away. It looks like it has been so far because I have don't have boots on. A slap at the base. Hopefully we'll survive. I'm not making any promises. Have I eaten anything yet today? No. Yes. <laughs> well, in your defense, you got up at 1 p.m. <laughs> Check us all out trying to find something yes. to eat near a, maybe some street meat. Look for us there. Look for me on... Twitter and look for a t-shirt on johnnykielbasa.com and look for me coming out Byron's mother-in-law's back door. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Great job, dude.